You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Timothy Smith, broadcasting from Holy Cross Parish in Ipswich, South Dakota, part of the Real Presence Radio Listening Network. We're so grateful to celebrate the glory of God made present, and of course, our devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary. As members of the Roman Catholic Church, we hold Mary in a special place in our hearts, and this month of October is also known as the Month of Mary. This past week, we celebrated the feast day of the Holy Rosary, uh, remembering the great naval battle Lepanto, and the triumph of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and the intercession of Our Lady of Guadalupe to overcome the infidels and centuries ago. And now we recognize that Mary is still overcoming the powers of evil in this world today through her glorious intercession for members of her church. And we just spoke with Deacon Thane Barnier about those public rosaries, a great witness to faith. And I'm so grateful this morning to be joined by the Diocese of St. Cloud's Father Derek Weekman. Father Derek, welcome to Real Presence Live. Good morning, Father Tim, and everyone listening today. It's an, it's a joy to be with you. Well, I'm so grateful that you're here, and we're talking about the Blessed Virgin Mary, and in the Church's history, um, on this day, the 13th of October, uh, mm-hmm. almost over 100 years ago now, uh, something very significant happened um, in the country of Portugal. Um, so let us know, what, what's this date, uh, October 13th, what's significant about this date in the Church's history? Yeah, so, right, yes, on the 13th of October, 1917, um, some 70,000 people uh, witnessed what is called the miracle of the sun, or some people refer to it as the day the sun danced. Uh, and yeah, I think it'd be it's helpful to know even just a little bit more history of what was going on in the world uh, when this uh, miracle occurred. Of course, we know this is the sixth uh, apparition of Our Lady, uh, beginning May thirteenth and going through each uh, each month leading up to October seventeenth, when Mary appeared to. Three young children, Lucia, who was 10 at the time, Francisco, who was 9, and Jacinta, who was 7. But what was going on in specifically in Portugal, but then throughout Europe and the whole world, was uh, there was an, an atheism that was spreading throughout. Uh, and this really uh, stemmed from Friedrich Nietzsche um, in the late 19th century. He was a philosopher, and, and his, his main premise was God is dead. And so this was spreading throughout much of, really, the Christian world, this notion that God is dead, He has abandoned us, He has left us, and, and we are alone. And so keep in mind that this was an error that was being thrown at many people, and many people were uh, believing this and and really uh, being lost. Uh, also, we know that World War One was raging during this time, mm. and Portugal alone during these 
during these years of World War I, lost 220,000 people. Hmm. Uh, that, uh, that many people died. Uh, and then prior to 1917, there was a revolution in Portugal in 1910, which led to the establishment of the first Portuguese Republic, uh, which was greatly influenced by Freemasonry. Uh, and really, this regime sought to suppress the faith, yeah. uh, sought to push faith out of the public square and really back, uh, you know, to really push it aside. Um, and in addition to all these things, priests. Uh, could not wear clerics in public. It was illegal to for the church bells to ring. Um, celebration of public religious events were banned. And it was also during this time from 1911 to 1916, so just prior to Mary appearing, that some 2,000 priests and religious were killed in Portugal alone. Mm. Um, and so this was this is kind of the backstory to to everything that was going on uh, before Mary appeared. Well, that's uh, an incredible, so, incredible like amount of persecution and and suppression right. and and loss of faith. So the Blessed Virgin right. Mary, uh, you know, appeared to the the children uh, of Fatima, and of course, there's so much more uh, that we could learn and celebrate about that. This kind of culminates mm -hmm. on the 13th of October. So what happened, yes. you know, on that day? What brought all that together? Yeah, yes. So uh, Mary, like she had uh, the 13th day, uh, you know, before uh, each of the months, uh, you know, from May to October, Father Tim, she appeared in a field in Fatima hmm. over an oak tree. Uh, and I just, yeah, this just strikes me so beautiful how, yeah, Mary chose such a humble place uh, to appear before three shepherd children, um, very simple children. You know, we hear Jesus uh, in the gospel saying, let the children come to me, even telling uh, his disciples, those closest to him, often reprimanding them, no, let the children come to me. Mm -hmm. uh, and so Mary appears before these three children in a field in Fatima over an oak tree. And so there was a lot of uh, skeptic skeptics of the day. You know, of course, all of these things that I mentioned, this was really on the minds and hearts of many of, well, this can't be true. How could Our Lady be appearing? It's, you know, why wouldn't she have went to uh, the most prominent place in, in Portugal to, to appear? And so uh, the children actually brought this concern to Mary, and they said, how, how will people believe it? And, and so Mary promised that she would give a sign. Uh, and, and so right before this miracle, uh, Mary said to the children, let the people offend our Lord no more. For he is already much offended. And then opening her hands, Our Lady shone the light issuing from them onto the sun. And as she rose, her own radiance continued to be cast onto the sun. And so then what happened next was the sun 
uh, literally began to dance in the sky. And Father Tim, I actually have, you know, because there were many believers and non-believers alike, and I, I have an eyewitness account by Dr. Jose Maria Almeida. Uh, he was a professor of science uh, at a university in Portugal, and so I just want to briefly read a little bit of what he wrote. Uh, yeah, then let's, suddenly, let's hear that. Okay, yep, so he wrote, Then suddenly one heard a clamor, a cry of anguish breaking from all the people. The sun, whirling wildly, seemed all at once to loosen itself from the firmament, and blood-red advanced threateningly upon the earth as if to crush us with its huge and fiery weight. The sensation during these moments were truly terrible. And so it almost sparked fear in the people, because it seemed as though the sun was falling to the earth. Uh, but then shortly after this, the sun went back into its place, and there was said that rose petals actually fell from the sky, a smell of roses, uh, as well as, Father Tim, something interesting, the people who, it, so it, prior to this, it had been raining, uh, but after this uh, miracle, everybody said that they were dry. The earth around them uh, was dry, and so uh, just plenty of signs for the people, uh, for really Mary to reach their hearts, for them to wake up and to begin really this uh, path of reparation for the many sins that, that were committed uh, during those days. Father Derek, that's an incredible uh, recounting of the testimonies of, of that really miracle of Our Lady of Fatima and really that testimony of, of the crowd of tens and tens of thousands of people. And of course, there are many other uh, non-believer eyewitness accounts of those very same events. And even uh, investigation in the life of the church, I know uh, Father Stanley Yaki, who is a renowned, uh, not only a Catholic priest, but a renowned physicist, astronomer, philosopher. Um, he, Father Yaki is no lightweight, and uh, he wrote extensively mm -hmm. on the miracle and even the testimony through physics and uh, yeah. astro astronomy at that time uh, to really understand that this really was an astronomical miracle given eyewitness account, but also uh, really just affecting and, and bringing about this religious fervor. And of course, uh, the Church to recognize that Our Lady of Fatima, this devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary. You know, Father Derek, we have two minutes left. Let us know how this devotion of Our Lady of Fatima has changed your life. Yeah. Um, well, I think, right, you know, we can think that, well, this happened a hundred years ago. You know, how is it relevant to us today? Well, I think the message of Mary is as important today as it was when she first appeared 100 years ago. And I'll just share briefly my own vocation, I would say, is uh, certainly because of Our Lady appearing to these three children. I remember uh, when I was in sixth grade, I first became aware of this story, and I was so impressed of these three children, Lucia, Francisco, and Jacinta, their willingness to suffer uh, everything they endured. Uh, you know, we live in a very painful world, and but to take this attitude of we can suffer uh, with hope, we can suffer all for our Lord, we can do it all 
uh, in communion with uh, with our Lord and and Mary is helping us each day along this path. And so, uh, for each of us, as we uh, contemplate, you know, growing in our our spiritual lives, like the three children, uh, two of whom are now saints, Francisco and Jacinta, uh, we can also suffer well and. Like Mary said to uh, to the children, our Lord is so offended. Uh, we can really be with Jesus in in His suffering. Well, Father Derek Weekman from the Diocese of Saint Cloud, thank you for this great uh, reminder of the miracle of the Son on this day, October thirteenth. Father Derek, we pray for you, and again, Our Lady certainly smiles upon you. Coming up next, we're going to talk about another outreach in praying the Holy Rosary and the devotion of the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's right here. Stay tuned on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. <laughs> 